Summit Forty. Hey, we are back. Seemed extra aggressive today. <laughs> that was everything I had. Uh, <laughs> we are back uh, for uh, another episode of season two here at our first time at Forty. This is the story of two. 40-year-old people who also happen to be first-time home buyers. My name is Nicholas. As always, I'm here with my wife, Laura. Hi. Sorry. Missed my cue. I was and concentrating on your beard. You trimmed it today. It looks nice. I trimmed it a couple of days ago. Oh, as a no. Of fact. Sorry. That's okay. Mm. I, I don't expect anybody to notice. Looks nice. Thank you. I, uh, I, I... I'm struggling with how to start this episode because uh, here in season two, we are finding ourselves just like in a lake of fire. <laughs> like when we were looking for a home, it was a week by week process. It was this leads to this leads to this or, hey, these are the you know individual moments of the week that go into buying a home. And I felt like doing this show... At that time, it felt like progression. Even if it felt like treading water, it was still like, this is the stuff that we're weeding through one by one. And now that we're in season two, a very successful and popular podcast, (laughs) I'm finding that uh, it's hard to delineate week to week. It's all just becoming a big mush of various problems. (laughs) Uh, and good things too, um, but it's hard to find like where one week ends and another week begins. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I guess. I mean, should we just think about where we left off, where we were at that time? Your, and then your back was broken. Then? I know. We're at the kitchen table, so that's progress, right? We were at the kitchen table last week. Didn't we do it on the couch? Uh-uh. Oh, we didn't? Uh-uh. Oh, we talked about it. We yeah, we talked about it, but you said no, I can do it. Okay. And you I made forgot. your triumphant walk down the hallway <laughs> and into my the triumphant slow waddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and into the kitchen table uh where we record this from. Um I forgot. The, yeah. So that's I mean How the, is the your kid, back, incidentally? The, the, <laughs> which PS for anyone anyone out there, the backstory is we bought some new furniture and I guess that's another first at 40 now i throw my back out when i move heavy things (laughs) who knew you heard it pop yeah it was bad um better the kids make me rate it every day what percentage am i recovered today i rated it 70 percent recovered pretty good pretty good like i can move around now like there's still it still hurts but um it's hard like transitioning from city to sitting to standing that's where the stabbing pain comes in yeah but I can turn and I can like I can move at least for all intents and purposes better. It's Good. Better. Thank goodness. It's getting there. Yeah. The um the uh the really you, you recap the back thing. I mean, the big picture to catch people up is we've now we we went through the process of purchasing a home here in early 2021 and now uh, have been living in the home that we bought for mm, three weeks. Mm-hmm. We're all coming up on a month, I suppose, of actually living in, in this place. And boy, it feels like longer than that, doesn't does it? it? I mean, I guess so. I guess it does, actually. Yeah, it's three weeks. Next week will be a month. Feels like longer than that. 
Yeah, it kind of does. <sighs> and last week, everything progress as far as, I mean, it's still a hot mess in here. Let's just say it that way. And progress got really stalled when I was laid up. So that wasn't helpful. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it feels longer. Maybe. Yeah. It's been, that was something I wanted to talk about this week is the, the process of moving in. Um, I, I, I still get depressed by clutter, which has always been a problem for me. It depresses me. Um, but the clutter that we're currently dealing with, I'm kind of okay with because there's nowhere for things to go because we don't have the right furniture. So we're like hesitant to move things in because we know that the furniture is temporary. Um, so I'm kind of like, we got time, you know, like, let's just let this stuff sit in boxes and who cares? Like, we're not entertaining anybody. We're not going anywhere. Um, so we're kind of in stasis really like the stuff that we're moving in isn't really not moving in. Like nothing's mm-hmm. really temp, nothing's really permanent at mm-hmm. this point. So it's a very odd time, but I'm trying to just remain at peace. I'm trying to declutter where I can declutter. Um, but for the most part, we're not really even moving in. Yeah. I mean, stuff's in, but a lot of personal effects are not in. We have nothing on the walls. No. We have have a shed. We've literally had like the same four boxes sitting on the floor mm-hmm. for since we got here. Mm-hmm. And we haven't taken anything out of them. Yeah. So it's a very, very, very strange kind of limbo. And I, and I don't know if it's psychological. I don't know if it's just a matter of the, the fact that we don't have the time. I think it's more of the fact that we just don't like the furniture. So we're not bothering to move in. Yeah, that's a lot of it. So it's weird. Until we have a setup we know we're going to deal with, why would we? Yeah. And that's going to be years. So I think we're just going to like just live with these boxes for a couple of years until we get the right furniture. All right. Don't you think? (laughs) No. But we don't have plans to get all kinds of furniture. No, not all kinds, but in two months time. We'll have a couch. I don't think that's going to do anything. It will though, because then the other couches move up here and this actually can become a room at least with the furniture that's up here. And like, that'll be our temporary. (laughs) It's still not our final answer, but that'll be our more permanent I don't think there's ever going to be a final answer. No, and I don't think there is. I mean, I think you're probably always changing things. But that will be the time at which the furniture for the foreseeable future is where it's going to be, I think. Right? So, we like, at that point, then we need to make do with what we have. Maybe. I think. That's what I've been thinking. Yeah. I don't don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. I don't know why. I just don't think that's going to... Mm. I don't think moving couches around is going to change the the feeling of not feeling permanent. I think it just takes time, so though. So when do we do that? I think it just takes time. Mm. I mean, we've got... I, I would say... Mm, 70% of our stuff is still in boxes and we don't miss it. And if we don't miss it, we're not going to really be in a rush to get it yeah. out of those boxes. <clears throat> yeah, and that's something we've been saying, too. If we're not thinking about it, let's not bring it in the house. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess anybody else moving in, some people may be much more proactive than we are, but I think I'm just coming to, um, you know, uh, 
accepting that it's just like who cares just let it be slow yeah you know? well and it has to be i mean time is not a non-factor like we're both have jobs <laughs> and we both are trying to spend a little time with the kids and i mean you know there's not i'm wiped out by the time they go to bed yeah totally yep you know we eat dinner at nine o'clock or later mm-hmm. like when are we moving boxes at night we're you know we're not no so that's a i mean that's a real thing totally and i don't know i don't know what other people do but I don't know how anybody moves. <laughs> Let's not do it again anytime soon. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think we will. I don't think, uh, I don't think we have to worry about that. Although our stuff's still in boxes. It'd be easy right now. It'd be very easy to move right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dead air. That never happens. Uh, what else happened then this week? So, uh, the big thing that happened this week, um, was we had a, we had a nagging problem with our sink, with the, the drainage in our sink was just funny. And we're in a very extremely, almost maybe exclusive situation where we used to have a washer and dryer hookup in our kitchen. And the washer and dryer went away, and all of the piping just stayed. And not only was the piping there, the previous owners didn't even bother to cover up cover it up with drywall. So there was a massive hole in the drywall with a bunch of exposed pipes. And the pipes, when the washer was... was um, um when the washer was um in the kitchen no when it was um disconnected when the washer was disconnected there was nothing um um none of the pipes were dealt with it was all just kind of left there empty so what we what happened was the um the um How would you say that it happened? The like the crux of the problem that happened? Yeah. So there was a clog somewhere along the way and it's sort of like a fork in the road and one fork goes from the sink to the outside, right? Flushes the water away from the house. Mhm. And the other fork goes to where the washer used to be. Right. And the pipe that's hooked up to. But now there's no end to that pipe. It's not plugged into anything anymore. 
and it was just left open. <laughs> so what happened was we would, <clears throat> we, anytime we would run, there's a clog in the pipe somewhere. And so anytime we would run the disposal, it, that would act like a fan that would kind of blow everything towards the clog. The clog would then be like, no, you're not going out here. Send it back. And it would come up through the other sink, which was the closest thing. Mm-hmm. And so when the the disposal was full enough and we would run it, there would be like a vomit of disgusting water that would come up through the other side of the sink. Um, which didn't take much either. Right. It was, it was like pretty consistent. And so it was, it was just we, water. we knew it was a problem and we knew we were going to have to do, address it, but it was just kind of a nagging little thing that we were kind of learning to live with, but we knew we were going to have to deal with eventually. And I just assumed it was a clog in the pipes. Although of course, you know, it's the pipes are just completely clogged, like a clogged artery. It wasn't like there's just like something you need to plunge out or something mm-hmm. like, but it we was, didn't know. At right. The time. But of course yeah. it's not just a, you know, the hairball or something. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of whole bunch of gunk and corrosion over, many many years <laughs> that happened on our second week in the house there's no way the previous owners didn't know this yeah i, mean, I agree because it was happening this right is, away yeah this is something that happened as happening. soon as we were here mm-hmm. i mean literally like on the first day the sink backed yeah. up so it was very very money pit-esque this whole situation and so what happened though is to, to go back to where this all started is when the washer was disconnected, the word I was searching for, the pipe was left open. Now, I'm wondering, okay, so let me finish that thought. When we ran the disposal, when everything was particularly backed up, instead of backing it back up through the other sink, it backed it up through the pipe that's open where the washing machine used to be and a whole bunch of foul water shot out like a cannon. <laughs> All over the kitchen. Out of this pipe. Out of the wall. Out of the wall. At least we didn't close out of in the, the wall. Hole in the wall. Out of the hole in the wall. But at least there was a hole in the wall, or that would have been in the wall, which would have been really And this bad. is gross, stagnant. Disgusting. Disgusting uh, food-filled water that smells exactly like rotten eggs. And fortunately, um, you know, it, it, it was a, it was a burst. It wasn't a constant flow. It stopped. There was an end. Yeah. Uh, but it was a whole lot on the floor that bleh, bleh, that came out. So, um, the, the, um, oh, where was I going? Um, burst of water. Yeah. I think you need to go to sleep. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. So, burst of water happened. We have disgusting water all over the floor. Call our... You called first. Looked for, like, emergency plumbers. Because we didn't know, is this going to keep happening all night? What's Where's the end of this? So, you found an emergency plumber number and called. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be, like, a 24... I, yeah. I kind of assumed... You know, there's you always hear about 24-hour plumbers, and I assumed that this was going to be... Someone that could come out right now. And that was how they advertised 24 seven. So I called this plumber and it was like, yeah, we can come out tomorrow. 
And we're like, okay, come out tomorrow. I mean, meanwhile, you know, Laura's cleaning up this disgusting water. We're trying to figure out what the heck is going on and make this appointment for the guy to come. In the meantime, we also reach out to our general contractor uh, who does, you know, can handle plumbing or at least can get us going in the right direction and figure out what's going on. And at least he knows the house. He knows how things are set up and where the sump pumps are and just generally how the house works, which is really helpful. And so he said he could come, call back to the emergency person. I tell them that I was panicking. We're fine. We got it all figured out. Cancel that. He comes back the next day and he basically tells us what we've been saying, which is there is a major clog in the pipe and he can snake it, and which would basically be like drill through the gunk to make a big enough hole for things to get through. Because right now it's like a pinhole that everything's trying to get through to get out of the house. And he could snake it and drill a hole through that stuff, or we can just replace that pipe. Um, naturally, it makes more sense to replace the pipe. Otherwise, he's going to be back in a year to be doing the exact same thing, which is either snaking it again or replacing the pipe. So uh, that's the money pit story of the week. Uh, you know, the, the, the pipes are bad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's the only one and that's the end of it. I, we don't know. There's no way to know. That's the thing. Yeah, I think an old house, you know, it's not, it's probably up there on the list. If you were to do family feud poll of the things that were going to go bad in an old house that you just purchased, pipes would probably be mm-hmm. high on that list. Clogged pipes. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that was really kind of the marquee story of the week and it's still happening. They're going to come out tomorrow and do all that work and hopefully that will be the end of it. In the meantime, uh, just as long as we were at it, I bought a new um, garbage disposal, which I did a little research, and the people that had lived here previously bought a one-third horsepower incinerator Badger, which I'm sure is a very great product, but it's pretty much like the if you're going to go buy a cheap, garbage disposal that's the one you're gonna buy not necessarily because of the brand but because of the um the model the badgers i'm sure again i'm sure it's totally fine but it's like the baseline model and i'm sure that's what almost everybody has and they're fine but the horsepower is the lowest horsepower you can get in a disposal so i had noticed that it wasn't really grinding stuff Mm -hmm. up um and we were throwing stuff away that we used to throw into the garbage disposal which isn't great for the environment fyi Um, so, uh, going to replace the garbage disposal, which is about the most boring thing I could ever imagine someday being excited about. (laughs) True. Um, but yeah, that's going to happen. We're going to install a new garbage disposal. I'm looking at it right now. On the box. I, I thought you got a different one than you actually got. Five eight. You thought I got the five eighths. I thought you got like the top of the line. 10 cylinder <laughs> grinds meat bones. I was like, what are we doing in this garbage disposal? That's the one, one horsepower is the one that got it. Takes no prisoners. Got it. We got the three quarter horsepower, which is good for a family of four. I think probably most people that have a garbage disposal that they like, it's probably a three quarter mm-hmm. horsepower garbage disposal. One third isn't 
it's not enough. I mean, I don't know if that one was just old or if that's just how it is, but it did not it's function. Not, that, not very no. powerful. So, meanwhile, the other uh, this is so boring. <laughs> I don't know how to make this any more entertaining or interesting. It just feels really boring. Um, we're putting stuff into the guest house. We have our first visitor coming. Yeah, we it's put exciting. a shower curtain up. Making it look a little more home-like. And a bath mat. Blocked off the toilet so you can't see that from the bed. <laughs> With a room panel. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to make this interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else there's just a lot there's a lot to do there's a lot that's not done I think we're feeling a little intimidated by it all right now yeah this just feels boring like this just I I feel like you know to just to be totally honest when you're looking for a house it's there's there's like an end in sight someday maybe that you can kind of like put an end to this is just endless and it's boring and it's minutia. So this podcast, when we were looking for a house, felt like it made sense. And now I'm just wondering what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Listeners, what do you think? Should we move on to the movie corner? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, what do you think? Like, is it even like, I feel like we need a gimmick or something. I don't know. What is any podcast that's talking about what's going on in your life? Well, we could know. have Why like categories or something. We could have like, you know, the best of the week, the worst of the week. Oh, that's a good you idea. You know, like something something where it's a little more Formulaic. organized. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because, um, yeah, the story, like the stories just suck. Like it's just so stupid. Like who cares about this like run-of-the-mill home stuff? Yeah. Are you announcing the end of our podcast right now? No, I just think we need to change it. I just, just, just don't know. I can't. I, I can't summon the energy to try to make this even halfway interesting. You're talking about pipes and bath mats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's revisit. Get some organization. Yeah. Um. We finished The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. It was good. If we're willing to talk spoilers, uh, which I am, the the Vite the Vite storyline was surprisingly like it, it was the most interesting up until it amounted to nothing. The what storyline? Vite the Vite. the um, Jeremy Irons stuff when he was oh, on Europa. Oh, oh, oh. Uh huh. It ended up all kind of being um, uh, elaborate play to Mm -hmm. waste time for him until he knew he was going to get out of there. Mm -hmm. And like all that stuff was really so cool with all the clones and getting the clones out of the pond and like his clone aging machine, like all that was like some of the most interesting stuff. And then it just kind of amounted to zero, Mm -hmm. which is surprisingly disappointing. 
Um, and also Looking Glass, the Tim Blake Nelson character disappeared in the last few apps, and so did uh, so did the Nun. It, f- it kind of felt like they started the out nun. so strong. Yeah, the um, the uh, main character's alter ego. Oh 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 oh. Okay. Uh, I, I can't Sister remember. Knight. Sister Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. It just seemed like the first few apps like were really hardcore into the themes of the universe and then the last few apps just went all in on one storyline i don't know kind of i don't know felt like it didn't really sustain the promise of the first few all Mm. the way through what'd you think interesting um well i'm coming at it having no background knowledge of the universe at all so i thought I can see the distinction of the two halves of it. Like one was definitely more comic booky and character driven. Um, and then they kind of just go into their normal life selves more, but it felt natural to me. I didn't feel jarred by that. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know at that point I was invested enough in the characters by themselves and it was a big storyline that was going on so it, it didn't lack for action or interest for me either yeah it yeah it, it I, I guess you, dr manhattan shows up and just kind of takes he was over a little boring though honestly that's the thing Is like i felt thing? like there was so much there was so well no um but he's not necessarily a main character he's a big influential part but he's not necessarily the main character and the i don't it just felt like they were just on such a great they they were clicking really well with continuing expanding the universe continuing the watchmen you know new generation which is cool cuz the original watchmen is a generational thing it spans multiple generations this is just like the next one which makes total sense and then they just went all in on dr manhattan and it felt like they could have maybe gotcha figured out a way for looking glass yeah, to be a sense. little bit more of a part of it because he was pretty great yeah and then Vite was just like a big shrug like mm-hmm. you know it was all like oh i was just trying to keep myself occupied for eight years and then go back to earth and it's like wait what why did we spend so mm-hmm. much time why did we spend any time in that courtroom mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 we also just Hot off the presses just finished the first episode of Loki, the hot new Disney Plus Marvel show. What did you think of Loki? And the, the speaking of universes, yeah, no kidding, that is an started ever expanding. An all, started an all new one. Um, yeah, literally. I think it's a really interesting premise. Um, yeah, it's all about alternate timelines, which Marvel is all about. The I think they're crazy setting expanding the table. universe anyway. I think they're setting the table for this new wave of Marvel mm-hmm. movies. It's a lot of it's going to be based yeah. on this particular mythology. Mm-hmm. Got it. And they found a way to resurrect him if they want it. Well, he's going to be an all. He's going to be a new man. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is an upcoming movie, and that's going to have a lot to do with this. And Got it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, this I think it's so genius. Timeline thing is going to be something that's. Kind of like the new Infinity mm-hmm. Stones. Got it. Okay. You know. Got it. It's genius how they construct it. It's such an ambitious, huge scale project and all the pieces and part of it's on TV and part of it's in theater. And it's it's awesome. It's impressive. Totally. And the thing that keeps blowing my mind, this is all 
not being a comic book reader, like this has all been done. This has all been written already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is all an existing universe they're that they're just bringing to life. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are picking and choosing incredibly well. Mm-hmm. You know, every every step they take makes sense. And I, I am somewhat encouraged as it feels like this may be just laying the groundwork for a whole new chapter of this, you know, TVA, uh, which is like the time variant authority, which stops people from varying from the sacred timeline. You know, there's going to be all kinds of things to mine out of that. And it is a whole new world. The infinity stones mean nothing there, you know, and they just have a whole bunch of infinity stones in a drawer because they mm-hmm. just pick them off from various places where they deviate from the timeline. So it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'm just struggling this week. Is there anything else? Um, <laughs> I, it, no, I just can't get us out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's just so boring. <laughs> Never seen you so bored. Yeah, I just I wish I, I wish I could get more excited about. It, it just feels like there's no real. Just feel like there's no real. Um, we had a money pit scene right in our kitchen. That was exciting. That's what like every new home cliche just came true to us. It's true. <laughs> I guess that's why I I'm wondering. How, I think I I think because it just feels like sludge mm-hmm. in general. Just because we're just it's all various things that are all happening and they're all relatively mundane and there's no goal really. Like what's the goal is just to not die, I guess. <laughs> like the house not to burn down. Yeah. So I feel like I think we need to come back next week with a little more maybe direction or organization or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. Let's think about it. The best and worst is a good idea. Our kitchen flooded. Yeah. It sucked. <sighs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Close us out. Go pour some wine. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Sorry. This is a transitional week. I I, I think I've just hit a wall on trying to figure out how season two is going to work. So we'll figure it out. We'll be back next week. And uh, until then, uh, as always, this is our first time. We'll see you next time. First time in 4 days.